listening to Tales of the Forsaken, a live play fake court game by Noble Jester Productions. In the time before time when the world was dark, the Creator gave all to bring forth the world and his true heirs reigned. Alright. Alright. Season 2. No recap. No. You, you don't need it. <laughs> no, I forgot anyway. <laughs> Verboden. You wake up to the feeling of cold metal around your wrists. You open your eyes. You don't know who you are or where you are. You see two figures standing over you, two human men. They are both pointing shotguns at your face. You are very confused. Okay, so... um look up and if I see shotguns in my face I kind of instantly cower down and put up you know my hands are shackled up on my head what's going on what, what is this I don't know what you think you're doing here in our outbuilding orc but I think you need to come here with us okay just don't don't hurt me one of them grabs your arm and with some effort because you're pretty large stands you up and you kind of take a moment to take in your surroundings. You're in a small shed of some kind. There are just kind of knickknacks on the walls, trinkets and things scattered around, tools. Uh, you do see on the back wall there are several nails with chains and shackles kind of scattered around on them. You are wearing pretty hef- you know, heavy-duty shackles on your wrists. Uh, there is a coin that was on the ground right where you were kind of sitting uh, that one of them reaches down and picks up as you stand up and puts it in a bag that he puts on his belt. There's a board that has been tossed to the side, and you can see written on this board is the word verboden, and something in your mind clicks, and you realize this is you. That's your name. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and describe yourself a little bit, just for purposes of me knowing what you look like now? Yeah, and I didn't prepare that at all, so we're just <laughs> gonna wing this, but it's all good. Looking at Verboden, you would see um, he has a, a lighter green-toned skin, uh, so he'd have his two prominent lower tusks. Older-looking orc. He's got kind of more of a almost like a permanent frown kind of look at his face just like the deep um deep set wrinkles um you know the crow's feet on around his eyes and forehead um and he would have hair slicked back into like a kind of a tight uh ponytail that goes just like like shoulder length uh dark hair i'd uh, be wearing just like a simple um linen type shirt kind of open cut low uh some dark leather pants with like a like real rudimentary belt that's tightened up around uh, frayed at the bottom um, and then kind of like an open open sandal all right well these two humans shove you out of this shed one of them kind of kicks your knees out from behind you and you fall and then they you know kind of hoist you back up and lead you across you can see that there's kind of an open space in between some buildings here you're in the middle of a clearing with what looks like trees around, so you're in some kind of a forest. 
you see that there's this small shed that you just came out of. There's a barn that they're leading you towards. And then there's a large structure. It looks kind of like a house, but a lot larger uh, across the clearing from you. So they lead you into this barn and they lead you through a side door, you know, large double doors and into this area that is looks like it used to hold some sort of livestock but the stalls and things have all been ripped out and it's full of cages and they shove you into one of these cages close it and lock it you're still shackled okay and then they walk out kind of shock at this moment trying to figure out what the heck is going on um are there any other people in cages not that you can see there are plenty of other cages kind of right around you you can see all of them but they're empty right now okay going to first look at my shackles and try to mess with them see if there's like any way to potentially try to manipulate get out of these and just check them out okay let's go ahead and get an investigation roll from you okay i know you haven't filled out your skills yet so it's completely up to you if you want investigate to be one of your skills here or not i feel like that let's think about that yeah i think he would be good at that so let's go with a a fair skill for investigating okay okay first roll of the season zero plus two so total two okay they're not real difficult to figure out how they work um you know they're thick iron bands around your wrists that are held together with kind of a large thick pin on each side and then a um not a chain but an actual bar mm. in between so you can't really not a whole lot of movement yeah. yeah you you know you can see that it's just held together by this large pin but you can't reach it okay just out of frustration I'm kind of like just smack it into the bars of the the cell a couple times just just angry okay yeah you smack it a couple of times there's kind of a clanging sound that rings out and one of those men comes back in and cocks his shotgun and points it at you hey whoa, 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 hey um listen I, I don't know even know why i'm here um what'd you do to me why can't i remember anything i don't know what your problem is but you just need to sit there stay quiet and once jared's done with what he's doing he can come See what's going on. All right, I'll, I just don't don't shoot. I'll kind of sit, scoot back, and sit in the corner. Okay. He walks back out the door. So unless you want to do anything, uh, some time passes. Mm-hmm. So maybe ten, fifteen minutes, and then you hear the sound of horses riding in, and you know, kind of some talking, shouting, things that are happening outside the barn. And then a group of what looks like dragon people are brought into the barn and kind of shoved into these cages. Yeah, so these dragon kin are pushed into these cages in small groups of, you know, one, two, there's one group that has three, um, and looks like there's eight total of these and they're thrown into these cages they're all closed and locked and then the people leave and walk back outside so you're in this barn you're in one cage 
And then there's four other cages that have these dragon cannon inside. I'm gonna look for the closest uh, dragon can, um, and I'll be like, "Hey, hey!" Figure out which one I think would be the closest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this dragonkin looks over at you. He has kind of this really light blue sheen to his scales. He's sitting there with a female um, and a smaller dragonkin. Looks like, you know, a child. He looks over at you. Yes, what what can I do for you? Uh, what's going on here? We were captured in the forest and brought here. I guess I could ask you the same thing. What What is this place? I don't know. I was just brought over from one of the other buildings here. I can't remember what what happened before. Um, I was trying to make sense of anything. Well, if if what I'm afraid of is true, and as he says that, one of the uh, dragonkin in the cage next to him slams a fist into the bars. He says, Amp, shut your mouth. Hey, you know something? What's Why can't he talk about it? What's going on here, man? Look, orc. We don't know you, so maybe we just sit quiet. I mean, I don't want to just sit here quiet if it means we can learn something and not be killed. I mean, can you tell me anything? And this dragon can, he's got dark, almost black, like charcoal gray scales, and he looks fairly bulky, uh, and he just sits back and shakes his head. One of the other dragonkin a couple of cages down looks over and he says I'm sorry for drawer there but I'm really not sure we have much that we can say we don't know what's going on we don't even know who you are can you at least tell us your name friend uh, sure the name's uh he's verboden so um May I have yours? Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, I'm sorry. My name is Moont. Right, Moont, well, sorry to meet you in a awful place as this. Um, we're all you together? Yes, we... He kind of shrugs and looks over at Drawer, and he says, There's no point in hiding it now, I guess. He looks back at you. We escaped from Orion. We were making our way through the forest here, hoping to find safety, and we were caught by these... He looks toward the door. I don't really know what they are. Were you being held captive in Orion, or...? He just kind of gives you this weird, like, inquisitive look. He says, Held captive? We're dragonkin. We're... We are slaves. Does that... Do I have a memory? I know I still don't have, like, memories of who I am, but I know the first season I had an idea of, like, the gods and all that. Is that going to be knowledge for me? I think that would spark some just general knowledge of the different races on Rillian, kind of how they interact. You know, just general knowledge of, you know, the gods, the races how Yindra, you know, is the goddess, came to power, 
enslaved all of the dragon kin as kind of a reaction to the dragons mm-hmm. ruling over Rillian and you know the her successful rebellion so yeah you've got a pretty good idea of those things and you would kind of knowing what you are an orc you would know that you know your kind is also kind of hated and feared mm-hmm. well sorry I didn't make it out of that uh, do any of y'all know what happens from here the dark charcoal gray dragonkin sits forward and he says well we're escaped slaves so either they send us back or they kill us for you it's probably death if you uh have any plans uh, you escaped once already who's the any leader amongst you they all look over to Moont he kind of shrugs and says well yes I suppose I am the, the leader I, I don't know if we can escape again we'll have to sit and look for any opportunities you see an opportunity find a way to clue me in because whatever the outcome of this is can't be good well certainly not for you that's reassuring I'm sorry but your kind are while we are enslaved and looked down on your orcs are feared and I'm not sure what you're doing here but you don't seem to be what we've always been told I don't even know what to say to that uh, <laughs> couldn't really tell you about who I am because I don't know as you kind of finish that a um, couple of people walk in and there's a male dwarf and a human man and they're carrying shotguns and um they walk over to your cage and open it and they point their shotguns at you and the dwarf says all right come on out all right i'm coming i'm coming they push you out of the barn and start walking you towards the house you can see that in the time that you've been in the barn, they've been a little bit busy. And it looks like from one of the branches next to the house, somebody has tied a rope and there's a noose. Seeing that, I kind of like stumble a little bit, slow down, almost come to a complete stop. The dwarf is going to kind of crack you across the back with his shotgun. Not necessarily to like do a bunch of damage, but just to kind of keep you moving. Hang on, my friend. So, here's, here's a mistake here. I, I, I don't even know why I'm here. Uh, is there somebody to talk to? You got an officer or somebody? I, I, it's a misunderstanding. Yeah, you're gonna talk to Jared. Okay. Where's Jared? He's up in the big house. Right. So they lead you past the noose and up to the back door of the house one of them knocks the door opens and then they lead you inside and you enter into kind of a kitchen area and there's a looks like a half elf with his feet up on the table sitting there he's kind of cleaning a pistol as you walk in that he sets down on the table right next to him he looks you up and down for a minute 
Well, there. Not really sure what you're doing here, Orc. This is kind of a surprise to find you in our shed. Um, yeah. Jared, right? Is that your name? Oh, yes. Well, my man is, yes. My name is Jared. Oh, well, Jared, I, I'm not even sure why I'm here. Um, I feel like this has been a misunderstanding. I, I'm not sure if you'd have any just to let me just just leave. I, I mean nobody any harm. I don't have any weapons on me. I, I, do you have it in you? I'll let you leave. That's interesting. You were found in our shed with quite a large amount of money that I can only think was given to you for probably my own assassination. Why would you think that we would let you go? Assassination? I, I know of no such thing. I mean, if I was there with this money, if I was to assassinate you, wouldn't I have a weapon? Well, look at you. He just kind of, like, goes to say something and realizes in this moment this is probably in vain with this guy. He waits a moment and then, so you don't have any excuse. I don't know what to tell you. I feel like your mind's already made up about me. All right. Well, I guess if you don't have any good reason to be here, I can only assume the worst. He grabs the pistol and uh, spins it on one finger and stands up and stretches and puts it in his holster and says, at least you'll give us a little bit of fun. And he nods toward the two guards who grab your arms and, you know, kind of are going to pull you out the door. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're going to try to resist or just let this happen. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to resist this because it's not looking good. <laughs> yeah, I'd say maybe a physique roll just kind of right here to see if you can get out of their grasp. OK, Um, I think I'm going to make uh, physique a make that a good skill. OK, that is pretty good. It's four total. Okay, uh, I am going to give them, I mean, you are shackled. Yeah. So, you know, we're definitely going to set that scene aspect. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give them at least one free usage of that. So that is a three, plus they're going to use that mm -hmm. for a five. So um, you start to struggle and they grab your arms and kind of throw you out the door. The human is pointing his shotgun at you, but the dwarf just comes at you with the butt of his shotgun. Mm -hmm. He seems to be quite eager to hit you with his shotgun. Uh, that is going to be an attack against you, and that is going to be a four. Okay. I'm going to roll physique against that. That is also a four. Uh, he is going to... I'll say he had, yeah. you know, like, like I said, two invokes of shackles. So he's going to yeah. use that, and you're going to take two points of physical stress as he smashes you in the side of the head with his shotgun. Okay. And they're going to grab you, pull you over, and they are joined by, like, two other guys who all lift you up onto a horse. Oh, boy. And, uh, I'm sure what I can really do if <laughs> this is happening. I mean, um, I'd say if we're kind of in initiative, it's your turn. So you can try something uh, if you want, or you can wait and see what happens and maybe wait for an opportunity. 
Yeah, I don't feel like I see any opportunity here. So, yeah, nothing to nothing to do here. Okay, they tie your shackles, you know, kind of loosely to the saddle. I guess not loosely, tightly, but I don't know if you would know much about knots, but you know, it's one that can easily be pulled loose. Sure. And they lead the horse over to the noose. A couple of them climb up on a ladder, fit this noose around your neck, and then they move the ladder, untie your hands. Didn't do anything. Now's the time. Jeez, um, I'm gonna try. Maybe like right before they're trying to get my, like the noose around my neck. Maybe try to like kick at the horse to try to spook it to maybe get clear of this. I'm just trying to try anything right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'd say that'd probably be a ride check. Okay. Uh, not a bad roll. That's two. All right. They're gonna oppose that with. Um, their own ride check of just trying to control, you know, control this horse. That'd be a three. Okay. So you try to kick this horse and, um, you know, they hold its head, put the noose around your neck, untie your shackles from the saddle. And one of them, you know, it's Jared. He puts his pistol out kind of next to the horse's head and pulls the trigger. This gunshot erupts and this horse bolts out from under you. Um, As the horse runs out from under you, you feel the momentary weightlessness and then the drop followed by pain in your neck as the rope cuts into your skin. Your body starts to involuntarily jerk and whip around at the end of the rope, trying to ease the pressure on your neck and find a breath. The desperation starts to eclipse any rational thought and you're left with the clarity of this one final thought burning in your mind. You're about to die. Time stops. The thought of death resonates in your mind for a moment before the doors of your mind are blown open. Memory floods in as your curse is fully triggered. Your life flashes into your mind. All of your lives pour through your mind as memory after memory overwhelms your senses. Yindra, Heartfang, Aked, Hestian, the Chalice, even Silver Ridge, Jasper, Jarl, memory after memory filling your mind to overflowing. One thought suddenly dominates all the others, growing and growing in your mind until it overpowers even the certainty of death. You, Verboden, are a dragon. Time resumes. Fire burns through you as your body expands, the rope around your neck parting like dried grass, the metal cuffs around your hands screeching and breaking under the sudden expansion of scales. Wings snap out of your back and beat once, twice, three times, lifting you up into the air over the clearing. You see these men, these slavers and people that have unjustly tried to kill you scattering below you some of them staring up at you in fear and awe for a moment before the whole clearing erupts into chaos as figure jared points his pistol at you yeah so uh you're up okay <laughs> you are a dragon that is flipping awesome for a second i was like okay that's a wrap season two <laughs> what's up for season three um yeah so initial thought 
you know, seeing Jared. I want to... Can I shoot flame? Of course. Oh, yes. I want to shoot some big, ugly flames at Jared. He, he deserves it. I haven't known him long, but he deserves it. Yeah. Real quick before you do that. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to describe what you look like as a dragon? Oh, man. Yeah, so... First off, golden dragon. Massive dragon. You know, wings outstretched, flapping. You can see almost like a more of like a bluish tint, the metallic, and underneath. So if like you're looking up at him towards the sky, it's almost like a little bit of kind of a natural camouflage to the sky. The rest, golden scales um, covering his wings, you know, stretched out probably 70, 80 foot wingspan, long neck, um, kind of a wider snout coming in. I think looking at him, even in comparison to any of his other lives and forms, whether it's a dwarf, an orc, human, no, whatever it is, I think just seeing the eyes is very much verboten. Long, muscular tail as well. Okay. Yeah, so you are going to shoot fire down at Jared. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get an attack roll. I'd say that's probably shoot. Okay. Up to you where you want to put that as a skill. I think for now, we're going to say that your dragon form adds a plus two to any of your skills you used. Okay. We're making that a stunt. Yeah, let's kind of have that be a stunt that we'll flesh out okay. later. Yeah. But I'd say it takes a fate point to activate. Okay. And adds a plus two to any skill. Definitely going to need to have its own stress tracks. Sure. Okay, so um, with that, I think I'll make... I'm going to make shoot just a... Let's go with a fair skill on that. Okay. So then with in dragon form, I would add an additional two, so it'd be a plus four. Correct. Okay. All right. Let's shoot some fire. That is a four total. All right. You got a three. So your fire flows down and hits him as well as spreads out and hits to three or four other people right around him and only does one point on his stress track. But still, you do that too all four of the people kind of clustered together right there. <laughs> Unless, of course, you want to use a fate point to increase that. Oh. You didn't really set any scene aspects, uh, but um, I mean, how about just, you are a dragon. dragon. <laughs> I, I think that is a pretty good one, so I'm going to use aspect, I'm a dragon, and spend a fate point, and I'm going to add two to that. Alright, so you do three points these three other people standing around Jared just kind of fall screaming. They're on fire. They seem like they're pretty much not a threat anymore. Mm -hmm. He's going to dive to the side, kind of pat out these flames on himself, and is going to get a shot off at you with okay. his pistol. Ooh, that is a very good roll. That's an eight. That is pretty good. Um, but I got a nine on my physique roll. Okay. So he shoots and hits you, but this bullet just tings off of your scale. Mm -hmm. And 
I mean, surely for a moment, remembering all of your lives, remembering all of the, the bullets you took in your previous cycle, there's got to be a little bit of glee as this bullet just bounces off. Absolutely, yep. <laughs> and you're up. Okay, um, so I'm going to kind of rush, fly down directly at Jared, and is there anybody else near him that's still upright? Nope. Okay, so I'm going to rush in and try to grab him with both of my sets of talons, and if I'm able to successfully pick him up, I want to throw him like a rabbit. Okay. I assume you're trying to do damage with your talons. For sure. And also throw him and hopefully you, do damage. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that'd be like a second turn. Maybe I can go to like, see if I can successfully grab him while still it's an attack because I'm stabbing him with his talents. I'm just trying to grab him. Yeah, I mean, let's let's see how you roll with your, I assume, probably fight. Yeah, let's go with fight, and I'm going to make that my great skill. Okay. I sense a lot of fighting in this campaign, if that's going to be your great skill. I mean, I'm a dragon. <laughs> that's a five total. All right, he got a one, so you definitely succeed um, you know you succeed with style so yeah I'm gonna say your claws you know, sink into him and you can throw him wherever you want yeah so I'm gonna like flap up to get a little bit of momentum you know get 40 50 feet up in the air and just toss him as far as I can all right he's definitely gonna take some damage I'm gonna say he probably impacts a tree quite a ways away let's have you roll probably physique i want to see how far you throw him okay that is a four tool okay all right he definitely is dead at this point so you sink your claws into him flap a couple of times kind of raise back up above the level of the trees you just kind of fastball special chuck him and he flies a little ways until he just impales on the branch of a tree and just falls limp. Okay. There are, you know, there's now a little bit of flames below you, although as you kind of came down to get him, the rush of wind from your wings put it out a little bit. But uh, there's still some smoldering on the ground below. You don't really see anybody else around you killed a couple of people who are just kind of smoldering husks at this point, and you heard a lot of screams and people running away, but you don't see anybody else. So what are you going to do? Okay, so if I don't see any threats, uh, I'm going to go over to the barn where I was being held, um, and I want to attempt to rip those doors off. Okay, yeah, so you go over to the barn, you... I mean, that'd be easy for you. You rip the doors off. You can't fit inside the barn, but you mm -hmm. could definitely, you know, put your head on your neck in if you were going to go inside. Okay. Or you could shrink back down to work form if you want. True. Um, well, I got to find somebody with keys. I want to try to get people out of here. Um, I mean, you see him 
impaled on a yeah. branch. You're pretty sure he probably has keys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I bet Jared's probably got the keys. So, realizing this, I want to go back and use a talon to pick the keys off of him, and then come back to the barn, and then going to actually land on the top, and I want to rip a hole, and then going to reach the talon down in there with the key hanging and go, it's time to go. 